Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. High in these potty streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go wherever your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. Welcome everybody, this is the 20 by 20 podcast and we are your host Nathan McFly with It's your boy B-I-N-G Ben, you heard, let's go Knicks <laughs> Shout out to the Knicks and it's L-P Dangerously, what's good? Oh damn, you, you, you caught me off guard, I was looking for the Dangerously, Dangerously Dangerously <laughs> <laughs> What's going on fellas, what's going on? Shit, bro, popping. Right in the high right now with the Knicks winning their first game. Yeah, first time. Shout out to the Big Knicks. Fucking game. Shout, Shout out, out to all to the, the fans Knicks, after the game. Wilding. Going crazy, saying they smoking on that Boston pack and Trey Young ain't good in Dykeman. Trey Young can't come <laughs> to the Dykeman tournament. He ain't good out there. Fuck. Oh, he ain't good nice. nowhere uptown. In nowhere. nowhere in New York, period. Don't come to New York. Just come to play, go back to your hotel. Word. And then, and then, and and then, then get comes the fuck free out of the city. And then comes free agency Word. and he signs a deal with the Knicks. They're like, hey, you're my guy. Hey, he back. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, we always suspected you. Just you will be good. Oh, he's the right choice. Currently watching the Braves up 2 nothing in LA. Oh, man. Where, Pop? Uh, Damn, man, I really thought the jo- the Dodgers were going to do it again this year. But I think that injury to Justin Turner, is re- that, re- that should set them back right there. And they really never had a hold on this series. Like, you know, Atlanta always had their foot on their neck or throughout since game one. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, though, and Jesus Christ, I hate to even say this, but... Um, I think Boston is going to win the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think I don't think they got it for Houston, bro. I think they're going to take care of Houston. That's, um, that's, uh, that's big coming from you, man. Being a Yankee fan, I hate both. I hate both teams, but I just feel like Boston's a they're more hungry. Yeah, but they're pitching, like. bro. They're pitching is. So shaky, my nigga. That show's pitch is not that great, too. They gave up nine fucking runs yesterday. Because this is how we start the podcast, talking about catch. That's cool. Yeah. LP says that baseball's an expensive game of catch. (laughs) It's the only game... It's the only game that has orphans fucking feel mad jealous because they get to have that moment of playing catch with their parents and shit. Their fathers. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, that's how you're gonna open it up, huh? <laughs> like Tad, this nigga It's a bunch of fucking it. guys in button down. It's not a sport. It's an activity. <laughs> this thing says a bunch of fucking guys in button downs. <laughs> all it is. That's all it is. And, and dress pants. 
let's let's keep it real. Spiky Steer- shoes, <laughs> spiky shoes, fucking tight pants, button downs. Yo, the steroids made that shit dope. <laughs> Bring steroids back. <laughs> Bring steroids back. <laughs> <laughs> LP, bro. Oh, oh man. shit! That's funny, son. That is funny. Son. Oh man! But he uh, said, bring steroids back. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sammy Sosa. Nah, he. Uh, he yo, listen, he Barry Bonds. Shout out to Barry Bonds, the man that bro. fucking did it up without him and with them, and they shitted on him bro. just Shout solely on the Bob. fact that he was nice. Exactly. Shout out to Sosa. Shout out to Roger Clemens. Shout out to nah. all those niggas. Jose yo, yo. Canseco, Mark McGuire. Nah, all those nah, nah. So, Sosa suspect, bro. Yeah, Sosa suspect. Uh, Jose Canseco's Sosa's, a rat. He's not even white. Shout out to Pete Rose. That, Shout that out nigga, to Pete Rose. That nigga's fucking gambling. Cartel, bro. No, niggas. Looking like Vibes Cartel out here. This nigga, <laughs> his, skin, his skin is so strangely colored. Like, he looks like a vampire. Like, someone drained all the blood out of his body. And, like, he came back to life. Nigga look like, <laughs> like vanilla. That's melanated. Nigga look like vanilla bean ice cream, bro. Jesus Christ. Nigga's a weirdo, bro. He has specks of black. That's about it. He looks like <laughs> when you leave a chocolate there for too long, it just <laughs> it gets pale. It just, gray. It just <laughs> gets mad pale. Perfect. <laughs> he looks like an old chocolate bar. <laughs> just mad faded. It used to be brown. Now it's like off white. Like it's just like kind of moldy white. It's like, yo, do you oh, eat this? Are you? Can you eat this? <laughs> I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna eat it because it's chocolate. But I know it might do me dirty. But <laughs> no, I'm gonna shit. But I still gonna still gonna eat it. Like, Word. Oh my god, Sosa is discolored chocolate. That's what he is. Jesus, you're gonna set you're gonna set the Dominicanos out there talking about Sosa. Yo, listen, <laughs> no, he's not even he's not welcomed in the country, bro. Oh wow, that's crazy. So you know, wow, fuck that nigga. Wow. Anyways, back to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, listen, so, man, it was uh from last week to this week, and from what we've seen earlier today, a lot a lot of wrestling, man, especially this week, because you know we got Bound for Glory this week, if I'm not mistaken. That's uh, right. Course, and we know, also got Dynamite again. Dynamite on a Saturday. Dynamite on Saturday. We, we got SmackDown tomorrow night. You know, we have Raw on Monday, NXT Tuesday, a whole a whole lot. I mean, you know, there's going to be weeks like that where it's just going to be jam-packed throughout the whole week. It's one thing after another for the day. But uh, oh. I just want to go back to what happened on Friday night where I'm not calling it a war. This is definitely not a war because if it was a war, they'll have the show on the same night. Every night at the same time, at the same time, yep. Yep. you know what I'm saying. So, um, Factual. we got to see it for what it was worth, I guess. You know, for a half hour, I know they had a pre show on YouTube, AEW, they had a pre show at nine o'clock, which was pretty, pretty tight, not for nothing. Uh, shout out to Daniel Bryan, almost catching a concussion. I, I pray for him every time he gets in that ring. I'm glad Joe he's facts. okay. Uh, him versus yeah, Suzuki bro. is just something that you know, just. Hardcore wrestling fans needed. Yeah, I felt. You know what I'm saying. Of course, that's oh, not a match that will speak to, like, the general consumer. I guess you could say, like, you know, like the casual fans and all that shit. But if the if a casual fan saw that match, they'd be like, "Yo, this shit look this shit looks pretty fucking insane." Mm-hmm. So shout out to them for putting that on. They did about almost like a hundred thousand views just on that match alone, which was crazy. It jumped up like forty thousand views as soon as that match came on. 
Uh, Trace was around here saying it was 800,000 views. Views. Suzuki's in his 50s. Yeah. Like, 54, 53. 53 years old. Like, and we're still beat the shit out of all of us in this fucking, on our screens. We'll beat the shit out of us if we jumped him at the same time. And fucking be laughing while niggas are kicking and stomping him with his tongue out. Like a fucking psychopath. Uh, you think I'm going with no weapon? Fuck you. Hitting that nigga with a pipe. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Smart move. I'm not going to lie. That's <laughs> no, a smart move. I'm, so, I'm an idiot to even think I'm going to go fucking fisticuffs yeah. with this guy. <laughs> You're out of your mind. But shout out to him for, at this age, going on an American excursion tour and touching like all like the fucking... I mean, he's not going to yeah. go to WWE. That'd but going sick. everywhere, that'd like, be sick. Hey, if he went to WWE, he'd be fucking nuts. There's so many people. Him versus Lashley. Him versus fucking Brock. Brock. Like, there's people. <laughs> and they had it before, too. Word. Um, but, yo, him going to AW, him being in MLW, him going to GCW. fucking Ring of Honor, EC, GCW. Uh, JCW, I, ICW, fucking... Um, JC um, Penny's. Now, now he's going to... <laughs> <laughs> Now he's gonna he's gonna be an impact now too. Like yo, that's, that's crazy, crazy, bro, for him to be doing that. And it's like everywhere he goes, the people love it, bro. Like they of love course. him. Of they course, love that of course. Nigga, bro. He's he's a legend. And yo, yo, shout out to Daniel Bryan for being a tough motherfucker. Yes, straight yes. up and down. That's a tough motherfucker right there, bro. Yo, Minora. Go man. ahead, bro. Go ahead. Nah, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like. Him versus Suzuki is a match that, like, yeah, it's happened before, but I didn't get to see that. I wasn't watching independent wrestling like that. So to see it now with Brian free to have that that fucking style that he wants more rough, nigga, you want to be rough. You want to fucking shoot. You want to do fucking uh, strong style. That's the guy to do it with. He's going to crack your fucking dome open with one of those forearms and elbows and shit like Damn niggas went at it, son. It was a fucking yeah, it was a good match. They did. They, they definitely did. They definitely Bro, did. They went funny. at it. Yo, like I said, when we spoke about it last week, uh, all I saw on Twitter was a bunch of people taking pics of their phone with their fucking TV playing, everything. Right, just right. All wrestling, bro. And not for yep. nothing, if you missed that Minoru Suzuki versus Brian Danielson match, bro, you're like, you're wilding. If you decided to watch WWE solely because you want to keep on the side of WWE and I, or not just be a pro wrestling fan, you're wilding. Because that match oh. with Dick, with Brian Danielson and Minoru Suzuki, that was the realis- the realistic side of wrestling, bro. Like, yes, when so. you want realism, you get Minoru Suzuki, bro. And like you said, we didn't get to see them when they were in, when Dan- when Brian Danielson was in the independent scene as the American Dragon. Yeah. But knowing right. that he put his time in and he crafted his his work ethic and his technique down to the T where he's fucking perfected it is that match was sick. It was beautiful. I couldn't have asked for anything better than that. I, I understand what you're saying, but the thing is we also got to see that there was a, there was a street fight between the Usos and street profits that was going on head to head with that. That was fire. I mean, I'll be honest. There was, there was moments where, I was watching a street fight and I just kind of totally forgot about the Suzuki Danielson match. And then I go to the Danielson match, you know, zone out on that. And I'm like, Oh shit. Like, you know, like I, I, I literally felt like a kid watching nitro and raw at the same time. 
Same here. But we you didn't have to switch channels this time. No, we, we did it because one, one, <laughs> one was yeah. on the phone. One was on the phone. The way I got my phone set up right now on the table and fucking TV in the background, that's exactly how I was watching. Like I, I leave, I sat back as far as I could to try and catch both screens, but and get mad I kind of found myself, yeah, <laughs> I, I found myself more watching Suzuki and Danielson, like when they started to rev it up more. But yeah. that tag match, I did watch the tag match after I watched the whole thing. And that tag match was fucking fire, bro. Yeah, like, it really was. It really was, man. The Usos are the best tag team in the world. I just yeah, want to mention definitely. that. The way, they, ahead, nah, the way they set up the matches to go against what AEW had to display was beautifully put, bro. Yeah, like, bro. they just had, oh, you're going to give them Manoro and, and Danielson? We'll give you a street, a street fight with the two best tag teams we got right now. <clears> oh. <throat> You want to uh, you, you want to open up with uh, CM Punk? We're gonna just you know we'll give you the uh, 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 a women's championship match that's gonna right. fucking tear the house down at the moment. You know nothing, nothing, nothing easy. Just you know everything's cool, everything light. Right. You know what I mean, it seemed like a regular Friday. And, and yo, I'm telling yo, Sasha Banks, she's just letting people know how much of a goat she already is, bro. She is. Fucking phenomenal, bro. Oh, yeah. She's phenomenal, man. Shout out to her. But a lot of other stuff besides what was going on on the screens, whether it be watching YouTube, you know, watching TNT, watching Fox um, FS1. Behind behind the scenes, there was a lot going down. Uh, (laughs) We had Top Dollar trending on Twitter talking about, you know, Niggas be rocking Asics and New Balances, but you know, want to floss out in some ones. But y'all niggas ain't ready for that. Uh, ready for that combo, as he would say. I mean, this, this is just paraphrasing. He didn't say it exactly in those words, but that one tweet had everybody talking for a couple of hours on Saturday. And my thing is this: you have wrestling outlets, like you know. People that, that hold these wrestling outlets and you know high high regards, I guess you could say within like the internet wrestling community or whatever, like Voices of Wrestling. Um, I forgot who else it was. It was somebody else. I'm not sure if it was Meltzer. I'm not too sure, but I know Voices of Wrestling for sure. And they were talking about like, yo, he shouldn't even be coming at the Bucks because he doesn't even have the like the credibility to do so. Like he's basically disrespecting the Bucks, and it's like. He's a new nigga on the scene. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's trying to get his name out there. What does everybody do to get their name out there? You go for the head. You can't just go. Yeah, but at the end of the day, though, too, I think what he's saying is true, though. And I think a lot of people feel that way and see that. Like, these dudes ain't into this shit. They doing this shit for a character on TV. They, yeah, they, definitely. definitely. They're buying off, they're, you know, they're... they're, they're as as LP would say, you know what I'm saying? They're being culture vultures, you know what I mean? They're not really about that. They're just wearing it because it's gonna look cool on TV, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then here's what they here's what they, here's what AW did that they thought they were slick. They go and they have CM Punk do that fucking complex show with the sneaker where he cops the fucking Jordans right there, two pairs, bombs, spends a stack, and gives the pair away to the kid, right? And literally the like oh, hold up, hold up, uh, just one second. They talk about he spent the stack on that, right? Yeah. But it impossible because those are mids. Yo, question. 
Did Top Dollar go at the Young Bucks by name? No, he didn't even name them. Everybody just thought off rip he was talking about the Bucks. Yeah, because they keep changing their fucking their Twitter profile. uh, That was funny. That was funny. Hilarious. They and changed I think, that shit like five times. I was like, said, that nigga touched the nerve, son. Yeah, bro, he was I like, nah, yo, I don't, I don't think he touched the nerve. I think they, they're they smart by trolling. Because we've seen the Bucks and not said it. Like, he's seen Nick Jackson rocking some joints and shit. Now I mean? Like, he was now just on some bullshit. And this is way before he they started AEW. Like, yeah. I think Top Dollar Show's calling out the best in the world, CM Punk. Off the that's who I that's who I kind of thought he was because that's the only towards. him and fucking Alan Darby, but I haven't seen Darby fucking wear any fucking Jordans. He he definitely wears vans no, and shit I, like that. I don't and know dunks. how fuck I've never seen Jericho wear a pair mm-hmm. of ones, and I don't know where he's wearing a pair of ones. That's another person. But also he's got fucking Santana and Ortiz, and they probably right. putting them on. He got a, he's around a bunch of young motherfuckers with Santana Ortiz and, and Sammy Guevara. And or, Guevara wears Guevara is a sneakerhead because he got that YouTube show, that YouTube blog or whatever he does. He be copping sneakers and showing off sneakers and all that shit. So he's getting that shit from that nigga probably. But so, I just I think I think Top Dollar's smart for doing that. Why not, nigga? Use what you got. You spit. Use it. Why not? Yo, facts. And yo, this is just getting started. Say Might as well. Here. Right. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But before but that, then, what do you guys think about? The 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 track in itself. I thought he killed it. I, thought I didn't think he too. was gonna like, flow. Oh, when I saw that shit was like almost three minutes, I was like, nah, he's not rapping for the whole thing. And yo, he went in like he could rap. He got skills. Yeah, it's, he, it's, he it's not, a verse. He, he put trash. a verse down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not trash. He's not. And the beat he picked was like, oh, all right. That's a good, you know what I'm saying? It's a it's a young buck beat. <laughs> I like I like what he did. Hold no, on. This I, is what I just... I'm saying. He was definitely talking to the Bucks because look what he did. Like, you know what I mean? He's smart, bro. These niggas, these niggas, these niggas are smart, bro. These niggas know, bro. They understand, they understand the psychology differently than you know what I'm saying. They they get it. And he's like, they they He's probably someone that's like, yo, these niggas are constantly talking shit about us on their fucking stupid ass YouTube show, on TV. They're always mentioning us. They're always trying to put us down in some way. Like, fuck this. Like, I'm going to take a shot and let's see what people say. And he took a shot and he got people talking. Let's, let's hear this real quick. Hold on. I'm like COVID, you don't want to see, I'm sick of when I spit. Nah, let me get this out in the open. I'm putting everybody in the damn game on notice. I ain't say nobody name, but Top Dollar was trending all damn day. So what that say? They thought they set a heavy trap like it's back day. Yeah, you got your penny for your thoughts, this is back pain. When you're actually great, homie, you don't have to act great. In real life, y'all 5'8", that's why you act fake. I'm from where we smell the fake on you. In street games, I would punch you in your face with marbles.
So the first, the first line that caught me that he said, he's like, I'm like COVID. I'm sicker when I spit. That was, and then, yo, there was like, kind of like, I don't know. I felt like it was like, he got kind of, he got kind of into the race. He's like, they over here setting heavy traps like it's back day. That, that right there caught me. And he's like, this is pennies for your thoughts, so this is back pay. He got bars. He got bars. The boy got bars, he said, bro. He said, you know who I'm talking to? Muhammad McLovin. And that's, I'm like, oh, all right. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> we know exactly who you're talking about. You know exactly who you're talking about. He went in, bro. He went in. Niggas can't say nothing. Well, that little verse that Max Caster spit back at him was fucking garbage. But he is Nothing garbage. compared to that. He's garbage. Uh-huh. He he garbage. What do you think about the the little freestyle he threw out? Who? Uh, Matt Caster or nah, nah, top nah, nah, nah. Um Well, with Matt Caster, we've definitely seen enough because <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I fucking yo, love him to do that shit. <laughs> fucking top dollar. Yeah, nah, he killed it. I I didn't expect him to come like you know come off the way he did. Yeah. So. I respect it. I respect the move he's making because it's like, yo, it's him against the tag team right now, metaphorically speaking. I definitely. mean, and they're the execs and shit like that. No, definitely, definitely. Uh, it's it was refreshing, and I feel that it, it needed to be done at least from a a standpoint of somebody on the main roster. Now you know, hit hit row being on the main roster, somebody got to take that shot. You know what I'm saying? Because Another thing that really catches me, but yo, shout out to Top Dollar. You know, he's a former New York Giant as well. Shout out to Top Dollar. You know what I'm saying? All Fripp, all Fripp, he got love out here and why. But um, I have this question for you guys. So everybody talks about this key demographic, right? They're saying that through the 18 or 49, that's where the money is made, right? If that's really where the money is made, so is the overall rating itself, like, oh, 5 million people tuned in, but only a half a million were from, the, from that demographic. So are we only looking at the demographic? Because if we, take, we, if we take it into a whole, SmackDown did close to 890,000, while Rampage did like 580 or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. You can't, you can't look in, you can't take a piece and say, oh, we won. And it's like, okay, but well, what about the whole? You might have won that demographic. Fucking big whoop. But what did you really get out of it at the end of the day? So you won one key demographic one week for one little bullshit little head-to-head. It's just not every week. And of course, you were going to get people to tune in because you went and announced it. You said we're going head-to-head. No commercial break, all this bullshit. All right, cool. So you got like 500,000 that tuned in. That's not bad, you know what I'm saying, for a late last minute announcement. But if you're talking about the key demographic, oh, we won by 1,200 or 2,000, fuck that. So what? Suck my dick with that bullshit. I hate that key demographic shit. Who cares about that? You lost at the end of the day. What did you win? You won more fans for a half an hour? Get the fuck out of here. That's just so dumb to me, son. Like, it's so stupid. Like, you didn't win, nigga. At the end of the day, SmackDown had more viewers. So how did 
how are you celebrating anything? Yeah, you got you got eyes on your product, no doubt, and you put on great you put on a great product. Yes, you did. No, and I'm not taking I'm taking that away from them. But nigga, numbers don't lie, bro. Like this shit don't make sense. It's a piece out of a whole. You didn't win. You didn't. What did you do besides? You didn't win, basically. <laughs> like fuck it, you didn't win. Like come on, what the fuck? Yo, my whole thing with this whole fucking rating shit, bro, is yo, you can't compare the two. You just can't. And ratings don't matter anymore. Also, when you have a streaming service, like, and then you got third party services that people don't want to pay streaming and they'll just go off of third party websites and shit. Come on, man. There's a lot of things that affect the numbers that we think we know. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I'm, I enjoy both shows. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I, I take them as is. I take one as entertainment, the other one straight up pro wrestling. Sometimes one's a snort, a snooze fest. The other one's bullshit. But at the same time, yo, at least I have shows to watch, bro. Like, at least I have this. Before it was just WWE, and we kept getting tired of it. And then we had to wake up at 3 in the morning to watch anything from New Japan. Shout out to fucking Shibata for coming back. We'll talk about that in a few. Yeah, definitely. But yo, like, honestly, this shit, yo, this shit... The whole ratings and demos. Come on, man. We've been there. We seen. Yeah, it's definitely eighteen. It's yo. It's six years old to fucking fifty-eight year olds, man. There's people that love this shit at all ages. The whole demographic shit. Yo, it's when people start talking about it on Twitter. That should be bullshit, bro. Everybody thinks. Everybody thinks they're in the inside of it. Come on, bro. You're not like, inside. You're not in the office. <laughs> and it's crazy because also, if, if that was the case. Why was that never mentioned when they were talking about ratings with you know Monday Nitro and Monday Night Raw? Those that was never they they talked about the rating overall, the overall rating doing an eight yeah. nine or seven point something. Then yeah, right. All right, so now we got now we're talking about the overall rating, but out of nowhere, as soon as Jericho talked about the demographic and the demo god bullshit and all that shit he was doing. They ran with it. They ran with it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like how fucking rain, yo, Reigns even has something to say. When they when he did the when he did the interview with Complex and they were asking him about CM Punk and AEW and all that shit. He's like, yeah, you know, they treat that's the new shiny toy. You know, they they they're they're catering just to one specific fan base of wrestling. Exactly. I was gonna yo. say that. You know, like AEW, AEW fans are 18 to fucking. 35-year-old niggas, like, our age group, like, WWE's fan base is way more spread out. AW definitely caters to a specific... So if they just look at the shit they did with Jericho with those fucking five matches. Like, for them to bring out Nick Gage, for them to go, and I don't know when, what, the back of what fucking bar they found Hoover to Guerrero, but to bring that motherfucker back, it's like... That yo, was you're dope. Definitely, that was dope. Yeah, it works. And he and no, not for nothing. He can still go. Like I, I'm talking shit, but he's still he's still good. Um, <laughs> nah, he's still good. Shout out to Ubudu. Fucking um, like it's like I. Right, you definitely you know exactly who is gonna want to see these acts, these yeah. this talent. You know what I'm saying? A broad WWE artist doesn't know who the fuck Nick Gage is. You know what I'm saying? Shit. They might not even know who Hoover 2 is. Let's keep it real. He was only in WWF for six months with that fucking 
the gimmick where they were the lawnmowers, which was horrible and horrible. racist as fuck. Horrible. But horrible. He, was, he was only there six months, so yeah. WWE you, doesn't know him either. Well, if you used to watch WCW, you know him. Yeah. And, and without the that, mask. That's where he shined. Without the mask, right. That's where he shined. But Fucking even still, juicy, like... baby. That's right. The juice. <laughs> the juice. But AEW definitely does not know still yet how to broaden their appeal to more wide stream audience. They've had their moments where they've tried with Tyson and Shaq and little things like that. And, you know, they have the connection to TNT, so they'll be sometimes on the NBA pre-shows and, like, they're, my- they're trying to get there. But, bro, WWE has a show Monday, Tuesday, Friday. They just had a show Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday Friday. tomorrow. Like, how much content is that? Like, how the fuck? It just doesn't make sense to me for them to be like, oh, we want to keep demographic, therefore, you know, we beat them. Like, nigga, he's in a show in Saudi Arabia for 30,000 people. Yeah, niggas haven't even gone to Cali. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear this bullshit. They haven't, they haven't gone past fucking Chicago. Like, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. Like, stop. Stop with this demographic shit. At the end of the day, they are very, they are a hot product and they're very much up and coming for sure. Mm-hmm. And the ratings are getting better and they're getting more audience, but nigga, you didn't win. Like, what the fuck with this shit? Like, come on, bro. I personally, as a fan, don't give a fuck about demographic. Entertain me. Exactly. You entertain me and put the other show on. What the fuck? Not at I'm one moment was I like, after a match, like, show me the ratings, show me the papers, <laughs> show me the numbers. I need to know, know how they did. This match definitely, this did a 1.6. I'm telling yeah, you, 1.6. Get, like, come on, like, 1.6 bro. Like, what? When the fuck? the fuck were people in the media, <laughs> like, working as, like, fucking out, fucking numbers guys and shit like that? Come on, man. Jesus that concept Christ. of demographics and shit with the ratings. Yo, so I got, I got impact on, right? Real quick, side note. And I see Kurt Hawkins, and it's just pissing me off all over again. Because I seen him in this fucking prick Cardona at Epcot Center the other day. And I just acknowledged the nigga like, what up? Fucking Cardona goes out of his way to be like $10 for a fucking photo. And I just look at him like, he doesn't, he's not even looking at me, my nigga. He just said it. He's like ordering his drink. Doesn't even look. And I'm just like, I'm like, damn son, that indie money must not be too good, huh? Nigga didn't say shit. I kept it fucking moving. Fuck out of here, bro. Wild, bro. Fuck out of here. Like at least this nigga, at least this nigga nodded his fucking head and said, what up? Fucking Ooh. Cardona's a prick. Fucking um Kurt Hawkins. Okay. He had that macho man shirt. He always wears that macho man shirt to the park. These niggas are weird. He always wears the same shirt to the park. The fuck this purple macho man shirt. The one with the glasses. So I, I saw the shirt. Then I looked up and saw it was him. I was like, oh shit, what up? He nods. Fucking this prick. $10 for a picture. I'm like, what the, the bitch fuck? bitch ass nigga, bro. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway. So fuck He's him. just like, <laughs> he's like, Yo, what's up? <laughs> I think it's like ten dollars. Bing gives him with this face. Disrespectful. Like, get out of here, though. <laughs> to be surprised, I acknowledge your existence. <laughs> Yo, Bing gives him this face. <laughs> Look at the nigga, like. Bro, just I was like, like <laughs> exactly. Yo, exactly. I was like, what? What? Bro, I'm not even. Talk- I didn't even notice you till you said something like. 
Oh, what the fuck? Shit. Yeah. Jesus Yo, that's Christ. Good. That's good. That's good. Oh, my God, bro. Oh my God. These fucking guys, bro. Yo, that's my faith. That was my... <laughs> Yo, word with Kenny. Yeah. I love his fucking face, bro. <laughs> that shit is funny. Bro. So, um... Anyway. When we were just talking about, like, you know, the, the comments by Roman, what do you think about him saying that you know, AEW is like the little brother. He'll just kick them niggas out of the club. Talking about CM Punk old. He lost his step. I mean, Roman is the best heel in the entire business right now. What the fuck is he supposed to say? Like, this is what you say. You say these things because, yo, <laughs> is he wrong? Are they not wrong. the shiny new toy? Are they not the new, the, the new thing on the block pause? Like, and did Punk not lose a step? I mean, he didn't wrestle for seven years. He's, his matches have getting, gotten better, but he was definitely blown the fuck up halfway through that match with Darby Allen. Nigga looked like he was going to have a heart attack. This is exactly he what he said. He's like, I've seen a clip or two, and to me, a step or two has been lost. Then also, he got his, he got his ass whooped in the UFC. I don't think anybody really believes someone 200 pounds soaking Soaking wet <laughs> with an ex with no explosive bone in their body could ever really do anything to me. He's like, I'm 6'3", 265, a legitimate athlete. Could have been in the NFL if it wasn't for his health issues. He's like, ain't nobody, he's like, ain't nobody on that roster got it for me. I hear not one fucking lie. That's all I gotta say. Not Pardon. one. Let's let's give Punk his credit for being a tough prick because he is a tough motherfucker. And I seen some of his indie shit, and he's taking some beatings in some of these indie matches, especially Samoa Joe. Let literally try to kill him once in, in Ring of Honor. He <laughs> chopped the nigga. He chopped him so many times. I thought he was gonna put his hand to his chest, but whatever. Like, and they fucking have a match where they try to break down the whole place. Yeah, they went crazy. They fucking they started in the ring. They ended up outside the ring in the crowd. Outside yeah. the crowd in the vending area, outside and throwing each other in. through the wall type shit. Yeah, like, it was fucking like, crazy. Yeah. It was some crazy shit. It was a some like a 65 minute or 70 minute match or some wild shit. Like, yo, that match is nuts. It was a ring of honor. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a tough, he's a tough motherfucker. I'm gonna give right. him that. And then Bro, Roman to... Reigns will pick Roman Reigns will pick him up and snap him in half. Like, yo, let's keep let's be real, son. So to round you know this all off. We got MJF. MJF has been very spicy on the mic when he's talking about other people. How he's like, yo, if I don't get my if I don't get my chance over here, you know, he's like, I know people. Called out Bruce Pritchard's name, known him for his MLW days. And you know, he also called out Roman Reigns, said he respects the hell out of Roman Reigns, but he knows that he's better in the ring and on the mic than him. Roman can't see him, but he respects him and will love to face him one day. He's like, I might just face him one day. He's like, you know, my contract's up in about two years. I love him doing all this because I think personally, he's not going anywhere. Tony no. kind of gonna let that nigga go anywhere. Or no. But I like his money, bro. You know, he's you know money. something that bothers me about WWE, how they don't acknowledge any other company for anything. Because nobody's like, an entertainment company, bro. I hear you on that, but even still, the entertainment or not, what they the product they put out is wrestling. So it's like I it's it's kind of like knowing that well, you got somebody down the block moving work, 
they're not really fucking with your money, but it's just like they right there. Okay. Like they're not affecting anything really that you're doing, really, but they're right there. So it's like I can see you. I'm and not gonna keep trying to get your attention. Yeah, they keep trying to get your fucking attention. And it's like, bro, I see you, but I'm not gonna say anything. And after a while, it's like, when do you say something? No, but you well, see, that's what I was gonna did, say though. right now. They've had, did. they've said something from yeah. uh the Hall of Fame speech that uh Triple H gave. He mentioned AEW. Billy really Gunn, that's right. You mentioned when they first started subliminally. Um, even even uh Vince McMahon on press calls when they asked him about certain things, and he 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 kept it funky. He's like, "Yo, I'm thinking about even giving them more wrestlers to try to sign. Maybe it can make make maybe it can make this interesting." <laughs> it's just they say little things. Tony Khan is, is you know, all right. Look, look. You know who Tony Khan is? Tony Khan. Is basically Benny Blanco, right? No, wow. Because you know, fucking Carlito wasn't trying to fuck with him. Carlito they didn't want to acknowledge him. He's like he told that nigga. He's like, yo, I, I am the smack business. Vince McMahon is the pro wrestling business. Now is Tony Khan gonna be Benny Blanco and kill off Vince? We can't say that. I will never count him out. Because we know how it is when his back is against the wall. Right now, his back is not against the wall. His back was against the wall against WCW in the earlier days. Because he was losing out on a whole lot all at once. And we can't and we can't even um say WWE has never acknowledged other because they have acknowledged other companies, especially when Vince talk about this guy. <laughs> Oh, some Vinny Mac over here. <laughs> <laughs> like when he at seventy eight years old, fucking taking pictures like this. <laughs> like, nah, he was at, that was a few. That was a couple years ago. He was like sixty eight or some shit. But even still, like hell, nigga. <laughs> but um, sixty eight. Fuck Vince when he first started and wanted TV time on TBS, and you know they weren't trying to give it to him. What he do? He bought out Georgia Championship Wrestling. Told them niggas, you guys are off TV. I'm gonna put my shit up there. Work. Black Tuesday. Nah, he did the he did the commercial shit first before he bought the yeah, airtime. And, <laughs> and then it was Black Tuesday where he put wrestling matches from the WWF on the Georgia on Championship TV. Wrestling Hour. It, yeah. it, it got a lot of backlash because people, you know, that's the Southern channels and people weren't ready to see all the shit from up north. But you know, he could be petty when he wants. Imagine Vince with Twitter during the during the attitude era, like in his in his <laughs> late 40s, early 50s. He would be would have been they would have been right. there's no cancel culture then, but he would have been canceled probably. Yo, dude, but imagine him having like photos of Macho Man and Hogan on his phone that nobody else has. <laughs> And be like, yo, you guys think you're making money with this guy? And it could be just like Hogan eating ice cream and shit. Like some stupid <laughs> shit. Like fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, just, it's crazy. You know, Tony Khan is young. He's doing young boy shit. Going on, going on podcasts, talking about that Ross trash. Going, going on shows saying that he is the better show and all this other shit. And I give it to him because one thing he had over Eric Bischoff is that he's a, he's a fan. Eric Bischoff was never 
a fan coming into this. He's business minded, mm-hmm. started to love the business and knew what to do with it at, at that moment. Tony Khan is coming in as a fanatic, as a tape trader. Tony Khan is us to a certain extent. When I'm nope. talking about, you know, he is us. just, just with a mad money. Just He's us with a billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but everything else, he's he's kind of out of touch with certain things. I agree there. And I feel, especially like what they're doing with NXT right now. I'm sorry, I've been, I'm like rambling. I just got all these thoughts in my head. But what they're doing with NXT right now, shout out to Carmelo Hayes. He was on Busted Open Radio. They're giving them niggas free will right now to do whatever they want and see what sticks. Because Shawn Michaels says he doesn't know what's cool right now. He's not the cool guy on the block anymore, as we can see, because he looks like the old man from fucking Home Alone. You yeah, know what I'm saying? He, he looked like one of those counselors that's been around the kids too long. Oh, you know? my God. <laughs> look, up, look up the actor Jackie Earl Heatley, the nigga that played Freddy Krueger in the Freddy Krueger reboot. That's uh, who the fuck he looks like oh, in that picture. Wow. Wow. Yeah, LP, you know who that is? He looks yeah. like Rorschach. Rorschach. Yeah, that's Rorschach. That's who he looks like. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> LP, please. Jesus. For the people. He said, LP, please, for the people. <laughs> we need some, visual, some visual representation of the gentleman I'm speaking of. No, Jesus, you know, age Christmas. I'm trying to have, find one from the from uh, Freddy Cougar when they show him as a person. As a person. They burn him. <laughs> oh, that, remember, that was, like, that was from um, uh, Nightmare on Elm. <laughs> I think it was like no, number six. Where he finally came back and they put Wes Craven as a character and he played himself Wes Craven. Oh, remember that one? Freddy yeah. Lives. That's what yeah, it's called. Freddy Lives. There we go. Freddy you, no, New Nightmare. New Nightmare. I'm I can't sorry. Watch those movies here because they still scale my girl. Like some somebody fucked her when she was a kid and she's like, yo, I can't watch them shit. Like I, just, I won't be able to sleep. And I'm like, all right. So she goes to see I'm trying to watch this shit on low. And I'm laughing because them shit's cracking me up. I'm cracking up. She comes out the room, she sees a nigga on the screen and she's like, no, I'm like, oh, okay, I just the TV <laughs> My bad. Jesus. So, yo, uh, before we get off this topic, one last question. Does this past Friday give Tony Khan the confidence needed to want to switch time slots and go really, really go head-to-head? I think he would be a fucking idiot if he did that. He needs to keep it as it is right now because Dynamite is not picking up. Dynamite is not... I'm not dynamite. Rampage is not caught on the way dynamite has. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think they're ready to do that. They got an hour. Don't fucking bite off more than you can chew. Cause at the end of the day, it just you know, it just doesn't make sense, bro. Like, honestly, if you want to go head to head, move dynamite to Monday. Is this good for you? Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That looks like Sean. That looks like Sean Mike was being excited when Carmelo won. He's like, well then <laughs> you shoot right to the moon, man. It's the rocket right to your back. Let's take this picture. This creepy ass picture. Maybe uh, like <laughs> oh my god, son. Yeah, man. Nah, don't don't do it. Don't do it. Keep your keep your two hours on fucking Wednesday and your one hour on Friday. And just chill out right now and b- keep building up your audience and spreading it out and making more eyes see and not just your fucking quote unquote key demographic bullshit. Fuck that. Like, if you do that, I think they'll be shooting themselves in the foot, honestly. 
LP, that's what I think. Now I'm gonna have to agree with that, man, because it's like you're just starting out in this game. Vince put his he's a staple. Like you're using Vince as a foundation, uh, as a foundation to what you want to do. So like, come on. (laughs) Right now he's he's just getting started. Like Vince is like the veteran that's he wants to be around, and Vince is just like, yo, I'm doing my thing. If you want to get to my level, just fucking you see the blueprint. Just follow it. Just follow it. That's why he's not noticing them. It's an entertainment, bro. He Vince is the entertainment. Tony Khan is the fan with money and got the fucking talent behind him. But does he has does he have really good stories? Like really good stories at this moment? Like, come on, let's look at what's going on with Bloodline compared to what's going on with the inner circle or or, or MFJ's crew. Like the inner circle beef with those fucking MMA niggas is Yo, that is the funniest shit in the world to me right now because those MMA dudes don't know how to hold back their punches. And nah. Chris Jericho just keeps getting madder and madder. Yo, Every time they put the beat down on him because you see they're hitting him. And he's trying to fight back and not fight back. <laughs> um, I I mean, homie Mazaval went with, came through with the flying knee, hit nothing. I mean, it is what it Yo, is. He fucking, that's because <laughs> he clocked his ass the first time. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Jericho was like, yo, you fucking hit me with another needle like that? And I'm going to get my Trump friends to find out about your visa situation. Don't fucking need me again like that, motherfucker. (laughs) MAGA, bitch. Oh, my God. But um, I think think AEW is going to come a time where he's going to he's going to feel he's going to be feeling himself, bro, because you could you could tell the way the way Tony Khan be tweeting, the way he talks within um interviews and stuff like that he's very confident he's he seems to have a fucking big pair of balls no homo as you should you know as you mean? should and he he out here you know with that energy my nigga like like man fuck you old nigga like <laughs> he really don't give a shit and it's gonna be something it's gonna be something cool to see you know going down in the years and seeing what's going down tony khan wants to be useful he needs to take a fucking page from the villain, Vince McMahon, that we got on TV and works something like that. Because him being hyped about everybody, like, he introduces kills me, bro. It's like, yo, I see you're running this business, but when your voice hits a high note because you're introducing somebody you love. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're going to do that, don't do that. <laughs> like, stop. <laughs> Yo, his high notes are crazy. He's a fucking, he's a 150 pound soaking wet dweeb. Like, let's be real. He's, he is. And he's, of course, he's excited to see these people and be around them, bro. Like, he's a fucking wrestling nerd. He owns a wrestling company. Like, I'd be hyped too. Like, oh shit, this guy's on my show. My voice wouldn't hit that high. I wouldn't be a TV character. Yeah, for but real. But he fucks up. He should be a behind the scenes. He should be a TV character, but strictly behind the scenes. Like, like the anonymous raw general manager, but he's not anonymous. Like he announces matches, he sends people down to fuck matches up on purpose, but he never comes on TV. You just hear his annoying voice in the background. You want to talk about getting heat? He'll get heat real quick. Woof, two seconds. Yeah, if he would have done that, but like now he's you know he's such a a darling. Yeah, he tries to be a baby face. Yeah, 
you know so it's a wrap bro. a darling a darling he's a he's a he's a internet wrestling darling but uh <laughs> let's uh let's keep it moving let's keep it moving we we spent a little too much time on that uh today today was crown jewel uh the, the best event that they've done out there since they started doing them was definitely today's event well For real. gotta agree Gots to agree Yo, so with blood, you know, with blood money, they uh oh. had a great oh, oh. money in the sand five. <laughs> <laughs> they had a great, they had a great show. The show sponsored party. by Surline Tees. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think what really, what really helped this event the most was how they had the stories go into the pay per view. They yeah, we don't. They just throw a pay per view together, put it out there, kind of like what they do with the, uh, what's that? Like the class of championship. Like it makes no fucking yeah. sense. You know what I'm saying? This all made sense. And one thing that was very telling, uh, Goldberg. Now I know people don't like when Goldberg comes back. People don't like when Goldberg wins. But like we said earlier about the demographics and about. The fan base of the WWE, it goes from the age of eight to the age of 65. As you can see, the <laughs> fucking crowd went Excuse crazy. Out crazy, there. bro. They have to they feed. Crazy. They have to feed the different fans. Did, did, did I like it? Did you like it? Did LP like it? I don't think so. I, I wasn't a fan. I wanted to see Bobby Lashley go ape shit on Goldberg again. Because right. the fucking right. best shit about SummerSlam. But at the end of the day, you got to feed all your fans. You know what I'm saying? Mansoor. That, oh, that superstar pop. right there. A superstar in the making. Superstar, bro. People yeah, that pop don't was even understand. crazy. So. Yeah, but people probably don't even understand about the judo dude that showed up. Yeah, like, the Olympic about... nigga. I was telling LP. He and... got disqualified for knocking out his opponent with that fucking, that spin kick. Like the Alistair look... Black kick. Yo, he almost, yo, he broke the nigga's jaw. I, I looked it up. He broke the nigga's jaw, cracked his fucking orbital bone with that kick. They were like, he spun at like 80 miles an hour, some crazy ass number. It was like, the nigga said for them to fight and wham, he just cracked son and no, they disqualified him right there for knocking him out. look at the pop he got when he came out. It's just right. shit like that. It's like, yo, you gotta feed the crowd, bro. You gotta feed the right. crowd. Word. Shout out to, I'm, yo, shout out to Lashley and Goldberg though for putting on a match that was yes. much better than anybody thought it should be. Listen, I underestimated what they were going to do. Right. Yo, LP, me and LP was talking about this earlier. Yo, Bobby Lashley literally has gotten to the point right now in his career that he's pulling good matches out of people. Out of people. This yep. was a guy that had to be carried 10 years ago because he was so new. And now look how good the motherfucker is. And the bump he took for Goldberg. Yes. Those, yes. those are not two small niggas, bro. Those are two big motherfuckers. Those are two motherfuckers, both over 250 pounds. They both over 6'3. Like one's Jesus older. Christ. And one's in his 50s. Like, what the fuck? Bro, I give it to them. I give it to him for pulling that out of Goldberg. And yo, the pop for Goldberg, I knew he was gonna get an ovation. Of but I, that was I was like, holy shit. <laughs> They're into this motherfucker. Him. Riddle and Art Riddle and or innovation they got AJ Styles. You know, AJ Styles AJ music, Styles, those people come went on, fucking bro. crazy. So AJ's crazy. AJ's up RKO next for that title. Counter to 
the phenomenal elbow, I mean, the phenomenal oh, yeah. forearm. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Beautiful. Fucking Randy up. already did with slide to the side. And fucking oh, my. He did it with such, the timing was great. Like, yo, the show was good from top to bottom, bro. Let's, yo, the Hell in a Cell match. Yes. The Hell in a Cell match. Wasn't even magic. PG era. Right. For a PG era Hell in a Cell match, this shit was violent. That was as, really good. As, as violent as they can get without shedding blood. Can we go? Can we? All right. Edge has always gotten his flowers, but can we give Seth his flowers, man? Seth's top 10. Oh, facts, all, Seth's top 10 right now worldwide, Easy. maybe top five. Easy. Yes. Like, yes. the dude, Easy. his promo game, the character that he's playing, his in-ring has never been questioned because the motherfucker can go with anybody. But I think what he always lacked a little was a believable promo and a, he never had a character like he was in the shield and then he was corporate set but he wasn't really like he was just he's he himself the same character now. he played in the shield right and he, he has just, his own person like his, his own, own person his, his own shit the fucking outfits and the suits and like the promo game again is just been incredible and then when you're on the mic going back and forth with a promo nigga like edge who always always is going to bring the, his A game, he's held his own, bro. He's held his own. And I give it to Seth. And I feel like this win puts him right into the title picture. Yep. Should absolutely put him right into the title picture. I mean, I would love to see an Edge and Big E. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Seth, shout out, shout out to Big E for keeping the title. And yeah. shout out to Zelina Vega. This right. one, yo, you heard? Queens. Shout out to Julia Vega, Queens finest. Yo, facts. Deserve it. Deserve it, baby girl. You heard? Yo, let's go. That was a dope. Of course. Where's the IWC now? What they thought about that now? Shout out to Xavier. Excuse me. King Xavier. The Queen. Fucking Woods. (laughs) Shout out to Selena, of course. Yo. Lorena. Yo. But this this was fucking great. Yo. Great. But when he, when the camera came to him, he's like, you all listen to me now. He said, like, if I told you to put the camera on me, you put the camera on me. If I tell you to cut it, cut it. I'm king. I rule everything. And I'm like, heal? Yes. I, yo, I would, I would love, it. love it. I would love it. I would Let love it get it. to his head. Let he, him become he, another King Booker, but without taking what King Booker did. Yeah. And he's, oh my God. Imagine he takes out, he takes out Kofi, and then he's the one to dethrone Big E. <laughs> Shit. I don't know Maybe if they'll go that far Woods with Germania. it. I, I don't know if they'll go that far with it. With with nah, that. No, no, no. They can't. Yo, this the the new day makes way too much money together to be separate. Definitely. And they're not. Then they're objectively they're not even together right now. But whatever. it doesn't matter. They they can't be even thought of as not a, not a trio. Regardless of anything, yo, they're always going to be a trio. 
Wait, hold on, hold on. Like I, I said before, I'm, I have Impact on in the background. I haven't watched it in so long, right? They got Bullet Club and Impact now? Like, more than just... Yeah. I thought that just was a one-time thing with fucking... Nah, they got Jay White. Jay White. Chris, Chris Bay is part of Bullet Club. He's, he's the newest member of the Bullet Club. That I know. Yeah. Then they got fucking El Phantasmo there. Mm-hmm. He's in there. And they got... They got... They got the brother fucking... What's his name? Thomas, Thomas, little brother, the big nigga. Yeah, yeah. He's there. Oh shit! He just whipped somebody's ass. Niggas is yo. I don't know. I, they don't have the same impact as they did a couple of years ago, but they're still everywhere on TV. So it's like, do they not have the same impact as they did a few years if you ago? Think, yo, not for nothing. They're always on TV. If you just always. look at AEW and WWE, right, nigga. Like Finn, Finn was in a Finn was in a marquee match. AJ Styles was in a marquee match. There's two main people right there. On AW, you have the fucking whole entire elite. They were all Bullet Club members. Yep. Uh, Impact, you got niggas that were Bullet Club members. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, all over the place. Shout out to the man. Yo, son. Um, you said you was up to that. You didn't finish seeing the event, right? You was up to Brock and yeah, Brock and Roman, but uh. I got to I I was just I was just looking through it like I had I skimmed through the match to be honest, and right. even while skimming through the match, one thing that was very telling, and I know people are gonna say ah you see it's a dirty finish blah blah blah, Paul Heyman, and what he does for not only the character and story of the Tribal Chief but just for whoever he's in, the main event with. His facial expressions, his mannerisms, everything tells the story. He throws the belt in the ring. He doesn't throw it directly to Brock. He doesn't throw it directly to Roman. Throws he it, in it right in between the both them of niggas, them. Have them niggas do a tug of war for this shit. You no, know he I mean? throws it and says, you know what to do with it, and turns around to not look. And when he turned back, that's when they were fucking doing the tug yeah. of war for the fucking belt. Yep. And I, he's like, he doesn't say, he's just standing there like, he's not, you know him, he's, oh, you always hear him yell like, ah, oh, kick out, all this shit. He wasn't doing none of that shit. None of that. And then, yo, the walkout, you know, the win, the kick, the super kick, the title to the face, the one, two, three, the escape, because he escaped. That was an escape win, right? And the fucking picture of Roman holding the title, holding his ribs, the Usos behind him, like hugging each other, holding each other up. And this is Paul Heyman's face. And it's like that picture's crazy. And they caught it from the side so you can see all of them. I'm like, that's crazy. Like the nigga knew, like he knew the camera was gonna be there. Oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck, what did I do? Or oh fuck, we won. Or oh fuck, like you don't know what he's thinking. You don't know it what like, it is. Man, this, he's this just should shocked. just stretch this out for long. But also what I feel too. I think I think that what this is is this is planting the seeds for Roman to eventually turn back babyface. I think that all this shit going on is going to lead to him like really starting to question Paul Heyman and what he's doing and all that shit and maybe get paranoid and all that shit and just be like ah, I'm I'm cutting ties with this motherfucker or whatever something like that I don't know but yeah but I don't I, think him- I feel like yeah. I don't think him uh, cutting ties directly off with Heyman makes him a face. 
Like, I think he can still be healed without Heyman there. You know what I'm saying? And the way Brock has been on the mic, he's a, he's a baby face until anything else happens. His mic skills, and he's always had some type of skills on the mic, but right now he is so comfortable in his own skin. Motherfucker got a crazy looking ponytail. Look, nigga out here looking like Alex Hammerstone. He look like a fucking, he like a billy goat with the mustache shaved down. He like he fucking. That was weird. The Aryan Brotherhood chapter. But yeah, anyway. yeah, that was weird. He <laughs> needs to put that mustache back. You ever see that movie, uh, Get Hard? With uh, Wait, Will Farrell and Kevin Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. Remember, he teach him how to get tougher, Jim. Yeah. He goes to the Aryan Brotherhood to look for to like look for protection, and then he cut. He goes into like one of their parties. Like, hey, what are you doing here, Jew hair? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's good. That's good. Oh shit! As soon as he's the Aryan Brotherhood, I just thought of that movie. Um. <laughs> R.I.P. Shad, he was in that movie too, man. Right, R.I.P. Shad, son. R.I.P. But like uh, the, you know, the question going into the main event was, what is Paul Heyman gonna do? Who's Paul Heyman gonna leave with? You know, what is Paul Heyman gonna do, bro? Paul Heyman's gonna do whatever he needs to do to survive, which is why he's been in the game for forty fucking years almost now at this point, and he's mm-hmm. always found a way to find himself somehow in or around the upper echelon of what the fuck is going on in the business. He just has a knack for it. Yeah. Right now, you know he's in charge of all the writing and all the shit that they're doing. Like, he's, this is him being able to be free and just look how great it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and Roman, the role that he's playing, bro, I said earlier, the number one here in the business right now, the number one guy in the business right now, I don't give a fuck what a PWI top 500 says, suck my dick. Roman is the top nigga in the game right now. And they got a there's a lot, there's a lot of ways that they can go with this tomorrow, right? Like, look at that. That's the fuck I'm talking I mean, about. Look, like, look yo, when- how much shit can they can they they can take this and run it wherever the fuck they want? And no one could predict it. No one's like, oh, they're gonna do this. Because as soon as we think that, <laughs> these niggas go the other way. And you're like, oh shit, what the fuck? Definitely, man. Cause look at uh what he did when they were when they were asking him questions like, "Yo, what side are you gonna beat on?" He's like, "He's like, I'm walking into this match with the undisputed, you know, whatever he says, Universal Champion, and I'm walking out with the da 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 Universal Champion." Never says Roman's name. No. Never he says no Brock's name. name. Right. He just said he's walking in and out with the champ. That was very telling right. as well. So it's just a lot. Yeah, it's a man. lot. What do you think, LP? It's a... Yo, I'll tell you one thing. I just found, I'm going to show you right now, but the storytelling in, the, in this whole bloodline versus Brock, Roman, Roman and Brock with Paul Heyman in the middle, right? this was very telling to me. When, when Roman won, they already up the ramp and he stares down Paul Heyman. Yep. Like I'm like, yo, what what's the angle here now? Like Paul Heyman didn't pick any sides. But at the beginning, not for nothing, when he when he did have that little interview in the back, he did name Roman when he was like, I'm walking in with Roman. Yeah, and he said I'm walking in with the champ. And then and he said I'm, I'm walking, walking out. out. He didn't say no name. Yeah, right, right. He's right. like, I'm just gonna walk out with the champ at the end of it. 
I'm paraphrasing, but yo, honestly, this is the best storyline on TV and wrestling right now. Come on, like best novella hitting right now, bro. Yo, <laughs> this novella <laughs> hitting, bro. And Bring it's been, Brock Lesnar it's in, been going like, on for fucking four hundred and. 70 days or whatever fucking 416 number. days my friend 416 days we're so getting close to that to that uh what's that that 462 brock brock is yeah. next uh no the 462 of cm punk cm punk's 434 434 sorry 434 we're getting closer to the 434 and like uh that dude alfred from uh forbes said He's like, and I'm here for all the pettiness in Roman's tweets and when he passed it. That's going to be a great day right there. <laughs> I don't That's think he's even going to say day. anything. What happened? I don't think, I don't think he's even going to say shit. Because WWE don't acknowledge that, that Punk. They, they don't acknowledge Punk. So they don't even bring up that reign. They go from, they talk about only Universal Championship. So as far as Universal Championship, Brock's number one and Roman right now currently is number two. Yeah. They're not mentioning, because Technically, Punk was WWE champion, so yes. that would be on that side. They're not gonna mention it, but in general, we fucking know the deal. Four thirty-four is the second longest reign in the modern era, regardless of what fucking you want to call the world title. He was the champion four hundred and thirty-four days, so yeah, that's coming up. I don't think he's gonna say anything, and if he does, you know he's gonna fucking he's gonna go for the jugular because that's what he does. <laughs> there's no. There's no finesse in his tweets. He's going to take a straight shot. Like, he don't give a fuck. Like, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? But by the time he gets to Brock, Brock will be, what, like Christmas time? So we have 417. Uh, 434 is in two weeks. He'll break the 434 before Survivor Series, which is a month from Sunday, as they announced, they announced yeah, that yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, what, what was Brock? Like, 506 or something like that? 504. Yeah, 504, some shit like that. Okay, so you're talking about like another hundred and something days. That's like another three, a little over three months. So you're talking about Royal Rumble time. Yeah. Hmm. Or wait, they got that pay-per-view January 1st in Atlanta, remember? Yeah. They announced that shit with Trey Young. That's why they're not doing the, the TLC. TLC. They got the whole month of December to build something for that. Ooh. Hmm. But, but in this Roman's gonna break that record. He's gonna break that record. Come on now. We know that shit. Oh no, 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 no. Wait, hold on. I'm thinking. Wait, hold on. Do they have something else in December? Nah, they were supposed to have TLC. It got canceled. They were supposed I know they were supposed to have TLC. They canceled it. So they oh, it's oh, I'm just thinking about January. They're gonna have two things in January. They're gonna have that January 1st, and then they're gonna have the rumble as well. That's what I was thinking about. Oh, oh that's my bad. Right. But um, so guys, what are you thinking right now? Heading into Survivor Series, what do you think the story is going to be told with Roman and Big E? Because uh, Roman already talked about the relationship between him and Big E, how they they both came in under each other same same time. They were both there. They were workout partners. He was the one spotting Big E when Big E uh, broke John Cena's um record. Yeah, the five hundred plus five, the five seventy five. I think it was or some crazy shit like that. Yeah. So they talk about the respect they have for each other, but to the fact that, like, you know, am, am I going to call him? Am I going to shoot him a text? He's like, I ain't close to the nigga like that. So what do you think is the story they could tell with Big E and Roman? Exactly how you just did right there. Start them off from there, and then how the, how the careers went 
to a point where Biggie wasn't even on TV while Roman was on TV every week with the Shield. You know what I'm saying? Like they can split that and then bring it back around to the New Day's success, him leaving the Shield and doing what he got to do, how he had success in the tag team realm. And now you bring that back together. You split them up. You have him on his own. He wins the IC title. You know what I'm saying? He goes on a run. He wins money in the bank. Now he's a champion. You're a champion. You went a different way. Your, your route was more dominant. This nigga had to zigzag and squibble and squabble and go in circles to get to where he got. But he's there now. And it's like, y'all started together. And now you're the two main niggas. Who's who's the main nigga now? Now who is really the main nigga between you two successful factions? Now Roman got a new faction with the bloodline, and that whole time, not that whole time, but Biggie's been with New Day. What seven years they've been together? Eight years? More than, some more shit than like that. that. More than that. 2014 they started. Nah, was it 14? Yeah, it was. It was 2014. They became the New Day. Yeah, bro. Oof, I, I, yeah. for some reason, I'm thinking like 10 years. I don't know why. Nah, nah, yeah. It's close to that. But yeah, I think it was it was 2014. And like, bro, all the success they had, it's like, there's a built-in story there. They can do the FCW shit. They can use the NXT shit. All of that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I think, yo, at the end of the day, I think Roman understands understands his role very, very well. And I would not be surprised if he took a pin against Big E at Survivor Series in the Garden, you want to talk about helping put somebody over? Not, a, not in the Garden. Fucking, Barclay Center. Barclay Center. Well, fucking Barclay Center. Suck my nuts, Barclay Center. But either way, it's in New York. So it's like, bro, the roof's going to come off that place. They love Big E. Big E's number one baby face. Easy. Definitely. Definitely. It's, it's hard to not like the fucking guy, regardless. Just He's just one of those characters, right? Him pinning Roman, him hitting Roman with a big ending pause and pinning him one, two, three, son. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. Yo, I want to talk about Roman don't need that win. He's already the top nigga. Doing that. I mean, they could they could bring in they could bring in the New Day and the Usos in that. You already know. I mean, New Day and the Usos, they're they're both on they both on SmackDown. That's why right. I kind of wanted the new day to be on Raw, stay on Raw while Biggie there, because then let's say they face uh, Randy and and Riddle, and then we get we get a, another classic between the Usos and the New Day. You know what I'm saying? But I know that that well has kind of run dry in the past couple of years, but it's been a while since we've seen it. But in, right. in, in the flip side, though. Riddle and Orton versus the Usos don't sound too bad either. It don't. And I think that they're going to let Riddle and Orton run for a little while with those titles. They had a pretty good match today. I think it's time to move away from AJ Styles and, and almost, you know what I mean? And start building towards Survivor Series. So them against the Usos, I mean, we're going to get some funny promos. We're going to yeah. get some serious promos. But you know what I mean? We already know what those four can do. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm interested more like in the possibilities of Shinsuke against Damian Priest. Like yeah, these are these okay. are I still feel like even though Shinsuke has been there a while, has been in world title picture, 
has had U.S. tag team intercontinental title, Royal Rumble win. Like, the dude's pretty much done everything there. Let's act like, let's not act like he hasn't, you know what I'm saying? But I still feel like he's someone that is still written in a way where he has something to prove still. I don't know Riddle, if anyone right? else sees that. No, I'm talking about Nakamura. Nakamura, okay. And then you have someone like Priest who, where the fuck has he been? I feel like I haven't seen him on TV. Or am I just bugging? It, it, I think I it's think been it's like been about, it's been about like a week or two though. It hasn't yeah. been that right. long. It hasn't been that long. Right now, everything it, it's like, about to start shaping up after the draft. Like we ain't seen yeah. him when they did the whole right. draft thing. So now that the Ross, all the new rosters take place tomorrow, right? Everyone's on the shows that, that they got drafted to. I think that that build can be interesting. And I think because he got so many comparisons to Nakamura in his early Ring of Honor days from the gear to the way he wrestled, throwing the kicks and all that shit, that he's kind of made his own style. Like, I think that their styles will mesh well. And I, that might be the fucking sleeper of the whole Survivor Series. Hell yeah. Those two niggas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's something I really want to see right fire, there. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely could be something fire. Um, that does sound good. I'm hoping we see a little more from uh, Finn. Maybe, you know, maybe have him, you know, run through the mid card a little bit. Maybe have him be that guy that takes out Damian Priest and has some type of a uh, legitimate U.S. title run. Because I feel like Finn can do that. But uh, I would really like to see Finn get built back up and right. hopefully, you know, in the coming year, get a title shot and actually win the title. It looks like it looks like guys like Finn and like Kevin Owens and Corbin, they might they're gonna end up on the Raw and SmackDown teams, you know, respectively, whatever shows that they're on. I just feel like that's where that's going with those type of characters. We already know who our champions yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with that. So, you know, Biggie Roman, Shinsuke, Damian Priest, RK, RK Bro, Usos, like Maybe the women's tag tag title scene. I don't know what they're gonna do with that because there's only one tag team on Raw, but that's another story. Also, I just want to point out real quick: all this women's wrestling shit and WWE and women's wrestling and give women a chance and blah 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 blah. Nigga, the entire Queens tournament, the combined time of matches of all the matches does not equal a fucking hour. All right, but I feel that that was two more, minute, three minute matches. Like. That was more of a main. That was more of a mid card though, because then when you got when you got the real hitters, no, but wait, when you got the real hitters and you got Bianca out there, when you got Charlotte out there, when you got uh, Becky when she you know when she's out there, Sasha, you got levels exactly. There's levels to this shit. When mm -hmm. one person throughout that whole Queen tournament, I would say. Shayna Baszler should be on that hierarchy, but I think they're working it towards it. They're working towards that. You know what I'm saying? There was like a crazy, that crazy ending between her and Dewdrop, whatever. You know, they could play it off that Dewdrop was too heavy to get out of the pin or whatever the fuck it may be. But um, I feel like she should be there as well because we've seen her do 15, 20 minute matches at NXT against some real time, against Bianca Belair, against Io Shirai. You know what I'm saying? Um, what uh, what was the other what was the other um woman? Uh, not Eo. Um, Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, 
ever move. Really work. That shit could work. That shit could work. I and think. I think. I think. I think Shane is gonna be the one to take the title on Charlotte. They gonna work something out. Cause Charlotte's draft, Charlotte's on SmackDown now. Yeah. You can't have yeah. both women's champions on the show unless the merge. Unless there's the gonna merge. be some type of unification. But then that means we get Charlotte versus Becky for the seven thousand fucking time. And it's like, I don't wanna see that either though. Bro. It's like surprise, oh. surprise. Right. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. And then they give them like 45 minutes and then lying on their back for half the match. Like, no, nah, okay. I don't want to see that. What they could do is what the New Day and Street Profits did. They just switched the belts. They can't switch the belts. They're on the same show. I'm talking about the last time, bro. The last fucking draft, my nigga. They should have done that. And I don't know why the fuck they didn't just have Bianca beat her on Monday. That 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 was a, that was a really uh, trash ending. I didn't I didn't like that whatsoever. Did not Bullshit, like and this, and this is why this is what I'm saying. Like, I think that tomorrow there's gonna be something set up for Charlotte to defend the title on Monday. You know, what I'm saying you get one more fucking Raw. You got to defend the Becky title one more defend, time. Yeah, Becky needs to defend hers, no? Because Becky's going to Raw. Yeah, there you go. Becky's going to Raw. This bitch is on SmackDown, but they have the they have each other's belts. Like, man, I don't know, man. It is what it is. Let's see what happens. I mean, yeah, let's see how they work this out. Two new champions out of it. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know Beck is gonna still be with the belt because they I just don't want to see them at at Survivor Series. I don't want to see Becky and Charlotte at Survivor Series. What if they what if they do this? What if because now they're on the same show? Well, is Becky gonna be on SmackDown tomorrow? Yeah, because she's the SmackDown champion. Yeah, yeah. Still. Well, so now no, the draft goes into play tomorrow. So but she still has the SmackDown, but she still has the SmackDown title, so she's gonna show up on SmackDown tomorrow. She's going to, and Charlotte being drafted there is also gonna show up on SmackDown. So what if they have a situation where each of them has to defend the title and okay. they both and lose, yeah. and they both lose? So now this bitch goes to Raw with no belt, and now Charlotte's there with no belt, and they have them both lose. You know what I'm saying? Have Bianca beat fucking. Becky and have whoever the fuck beat Charlotte tomorrow. Like, that would be kind of dope, I think. Instead of having them swap fucking belts and they're not going to merge the fucking title. There's not much money they make off these fucking championship belts. They're not going to do that shit. Well, then they're trying to make more belts now. You know what? <laughs> then those belts would be nostalgic. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can still buy them. <laughs> you can still buy them shit. Word up, son. But, uh, fellas, fellas, excited. uh, we got a lot. We got a lot coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and you know we also got you know uh, AEW um, full gear, gear, Survivor Series. Got a lot coming, man, and it's gonna be great, man. It's gonna be great. Shout out to the job. Halloween Havoc man. coming next Halloween week. Halloween Havoc as well, but Jabba Tears will have a viewing party for AEW's full gear. Contact them yes. at Jabba Tears Podcast, Instagram, and Twitter. Get all the details you want. Go to Eventbrite. If you go to eventbrite.com, you'll see the event there. I'm telling you right now, get your tickets now because they sell out. They sell out. Yeah, bro. They always have a good turnout, bro. Shout out to Java too. What's up? Definitely. Good peoples. But fellas, that's what we have for this week. Um, I decided Shout to play out to our Thank you very much, my brother. I'm going to play some Miller off of that Two new Miller joint. 
It just came out. I think you really like that Bobby Lashley, my friend. Well, these are the only pictures that I got. <laughs> like I got this one, the Bobby Lashley, former WWE champ. Then I got the Chicago 45, punk in the back. People were very mad with that shirt. That, oh, that yeah, shirt was 50-50. That, no, that, that means, was 50 -50. No. That I got means like it's working. True. Yeah, I got like I mean, the true... Means the true wrestling fans are like, oh, yeah, Sam Punk, he's back. Ah, yeah, he's like Jordan. Blah, blah, blah. And then others like, yo, you're disgracing Jordan with that shit. <laughs> like, these damn. niggas, yo, some of these, some of these wrestling fans, I swear to God, they're constantly on their period, bro. It's like these niggas just walk around with pussy cramps all day long complaining about every fucking thing. Why do you just admit the shirt is hot? But since you talk so much shit about the other brand, you're not going to wear it. And now you feel stupid because your niggas got it on and you standing there hating, but you really want to put the shit on because you know it's fly. And there's being a lot of niggas out there, a lot of a niggas out hater. there that talk, you know what I'm saying? They just be talking. I just don't understand. Like, bro, why are you hating, bro? Why don't you take that hate and turn that shit the fuck over there? You heard? Word. Go buy yourself a fucking t-shirt. It, is what it, is. Fuck it is what it is. Word. Go buy it. yourself the bloodline tee right here. Got Word. it in black, so blue, white. Come on. Right here, the motherfucking Stop. gizzo. Got you the fucking about. goat, Stone Cold goat. Yo, I, and hold on, nuts. <laughs> What's coming up is gonna be crazy, coming, bro. Son. Let uh, them know let there's some shit on the way, right? Yes, we got some stuff on the way. You know, we're going back to the root. You know, hip hop wrestling mashup. If you want to see what's that looking like, just go to our Twitter at Storyline Tees or go to uh, us at Instagram. You know, Storyline underscore. T's underscore LLC on Instagram, and you'll see what we got coming. We got some fly new day stuff. We got some Bianca Belair stuff. We got another couple of things that are being in the works. All I'm gonna say is Montreal screw job. All I'm gonna say. And heat for the motherfucking streets, nigga. And winter's coming, hoodies coming, and all that. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Up. We got we got our crew necks and our hoodies of the People's Champ Bear, and yeah, man. Come and get that. Oh, come and get that. No, it. wait, hold on. I didn't even know that. You did that? Yeah, come and get it. I'm about it's to it. hop, I'm about to hop off pause and go order that shit right now. <laughs> it's getting cold. <laughs> this is what we here, do. Man. What fuck you talk about? Support yeah, your people. We out here. Yeah. We out here. We out here, man. You know, nice, nice, Shout nice, out nice to these crew necks and hoodies. You heard? Yo, this is yeah, got so to be one of the fucking flies tees you are Ooh. coming out with. Thank you, bro. Thank, you, thank you, bro. My girl saw that and she was like. That's really good. I want one of those. And I, was like, I got you. That's yeah, that's fire, bro. I can't wait for that. I want to show them the new day one, but I'm gonna let them go to your site. Nah, that's storyline tees. Yeah, storyline tees at Twitter. Follow him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Facebook storyline tees, bro. Uh, I'm never on Facebook. I'm never on Facebook. You have to have Facebook now to have Instagram. This shit is fucking weird and crazy. That's weird. It's very weird. Follow him Facebook on IG and, and on Twitter. Know what I mean, if you want to do like promotions, if you want to like start a new Instagram, you gotta have Facebook. If you want to do promotions, like promote your promote your posts and all that, yeah. What? It, it gotta be it gotta be connected to a Facebook page. Yeah, I haven't had Facebook since 2012. Facts. That's right. a fact. Fuck that shit. I mean, it's... use it for what you gotta use it for, but I'm good. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you heard? Anyways, Yo, my guys, fellas, this was episode 165 
of oh, shit. The 20 with it. by 20 podcast. Yeah, 165 and Broadway, Audubon, St. Nick, all that. You already know. <laughs> we out here. It's Nathan McFly with your boy B I N G Bing. You heard storyline tees on my body hands. L P dangerous. Dangerous. Dangerously. Yo, <laughs> that's three line T on my body line got me. So. <laughs> and then he caresses himself. This <laughs> is your own body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, how's it feel? Can you feel it? Pajamas, I think I made it. I showed my mom my first million, she damn near fainted. The rich and famous, so nice to make you acquaintance. The legends put out their latest, I feel that it sound outdated. I'm the hardest working person in the universe. Temptation victim to the church of Lucifer. Internet rappers ain't shit when no computers work. You spent your whole advance on two chains in the Gucci verse. Gucci verse? I'm the greatest, admit it, I'm the greatest. And I don't hold a grudge against anybody who hate it. I'm underrated, don't fit on nobody's playlist. If I ain't in your top ten, then you a racist. Cocaine ether creates a strange creature. They wasn't hearing me till I fucked with a brain feeder. I'm still playing it out the same speakers. I did it all without a Drake feature. So many things that I've created, but this right here might be my favorite. They ask me how I feel, I say amazing. I feel amazing. So many things that I've created, but this right here might be my favorite. Yeah, brand new home, I think I made it. Key to the city, I keep to open the gates with. A briefcase with a million under the pavement. That's just on some rainy day shit, yeah And kids getting murdered that I grew up with They shooting up, doing drugs, or they doing nothing My girl's parents still living out in the hood I come through in that new Beamer like this shit all good Damn I'm just a human, let me make mistakes Shit has changed, ain't little Malcolm with the baby face Even my homies tell me take a break They know it ain't their place and it's a day I hate to waste Trying to be a legend by tomorrow They say I can't, I'm determined to prove